Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first season of Random Chats with Dade and Jude. I'm Dade. And I'm Jude. And and you'll see me randomly pointing in the wrong direction of where Jude is, by the way, because I forgot this is reflective when recorded. So well done, me. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us on our journey. Um, we hope you enjoy the random chats that you're about to listen to, because um, we've had so much fun making them. Yes, we have had a lot of fun going through the motions, bringing all the randomness that life brings to you, our viewer. Thank you to all those that have subscribed to our channel on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't done so already, please um, look at the link tree link down here and sign up and please share the love with everybody. Yes, definitely share the love. And look, we're dropping the first two episodes today um, and then we'll be dropping them weekly all the way up till Christmas. So um, it's very exciting. Um, but thank you once again. Enjoy Random Chats with Dade and Jude. I'm Dade. And I am Jude. Take care. Bye-bye. And I am Jude. So welcome to our podcast. This is our first podcast that we're doing. Um, and it's called Random Chats. Um, and we're just going to actually explain why we've actually got to the point of being called Random Chats. And also we're going to tell us a bit about ourselves. So this is our first episode. So being a gent, I will go first. No, being a gent, I'll let Jude go first. <laughs> and Jude, did you want to introduce yourself and say why you're here today? Well, hello, listeners. This is all very exciting, the first podcast. Um, so I am Jude. I am 44 years old, living in Los Angeles, married with two children. I'm very happy to be here, to be doing this with you, Dave. Thank you. Um, and why am I doing this? Well, I think the answer is going to unfold as we start talking about today's topic. Um, so for now, I'm going to say that I am here because I wanted the opportunity. I wanted to be brave. I wanted to do something I've never done before, put myself out there and and just see where this goes. And I couldn't be wanting to do anything more with the lovely Dade, yourself. Thank you again for this wonderful opportunity. I'm so excited to be sharing this journey with you. We're just going to be having random chats. So I don't, <laughs> like, I don't think it's a big opportunity, but thank you. Uh, and yes, I'm Dade. I'm also 44. I'm not sure why we're naming ourselves already, but that would make sense in one of our future podcasts we've got coming out about being in our 40s, that is something to just put your alert on for that episode because we will be doing that uh, in the future one. Um, but look, uh, I am a British-born Australian raised, as I say. I've, grown, I've got a lot of Australian. I'm an Australian citizen, but I now live in LA. And um, for me, this is where I wanted to be able to come and have chats and come and have maybe random chats, which is where we got this podcast name from, but just about different things. I was um, listening to one of our favourite uh, speakers, authors, just all round amazing human beings, Brené Brown. And what she was saying in a lot of her stuff is around owning your story. And for me, a lot of the, the things and what I love about human life and human understanding humans better is about telling stories and telling like each other's stories or learning about each other's stories. Um, and there's a quote that I'm just going to rattle off, Jude. 
that Brene said that kind of inspired a lot of this. And it goes, owning your story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running away from it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's quite deep. And then I was like, God, what else would I like to speak about? I'd like to speak about this. I was like, you know, forties, I'd like to speak about like this and just random things that I just think we need to speak about more. So I then started to talk to Jude about Brené Brown. And what, did, what was your first impression of Brené Brown? Well, it was, I mean, the whole thing comes together so succinctly here because you actually were the person that introduced me to Brene Brown by buying me that book at Christmas a few years ago. And like the typical busy... Forced it on you. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) You must read this. You need this in your life. You need Brene Brown. But I did. But being a busy stay-at-home mum with two boys to look after, finding the time or, or actually dedicating that time to me... Um, was really difficult to actually pick up the book and read. So admittedly, it sat on my bedside table for another year, maybe. And then one day I just decided, now is the time that I need to read this book and I need to find a way to do it. So if I can't sit down and read it, then I'm going to buy it on audio, which is exactly what I did. And then I was able to listen to the whole thing in one day. And oh my goodness, was my mind blown. It was like the universe had basically come to me and gift wrapped this perfect opportunity in a box and just said, here, Jude, and it had been sitting next to me for several years and I'd wasted that time. But this was obviously the right time for me to embark upon this journey. It was the right moment for me. Everything had just kind of pointed to this pivotal moment in my life. And I just want to say publicly again, thank you, Dave, for making this opportunity happen because it really was the combination of meeting you, in LA to receiving that book to listening to that book that's why we're here so that's what I want to unravel and unpack with you today yeah yeah, yeah. and I think it's been quite a journey we have been on quite a journey to get here which has been quite exciting and uh, (laughs) just a very long process and it's where you might hear about our process and how we got to here but um I think yeah it's interesting and just so you know the book that we're speaking about and we're not trying well we will we will like worship the and go to the church of Brene Brown but we're not here to sell her books but the gift the book that we're talking about is the gift of imperfections and that book I listened to I think yearly I've actually just finished it as well and it just makes you just think about being a better human it makes you think around why don't you have the courage to be yourself or why do you worry about what others think or why do you why do you care about so much and why is what's being driven from a inside kind of thing and it gives you these guideposts and they are gifts. And some of them's like courage and um, vulnerability. And you're like, how can vulnerability be a gift? It's mm-hmm. when you own it, that's the gift. And it's just one of those books that keeps on giving. And every year she goes, go back to it. And I do, and I listen to it again and again. And it's just one of those things. And I think more recently I listened to it and uh, it was like going through like, uh, where she was talking about like uh, shame and going through different parts of understanding about what shame is and shame resiliency and how we like uh, the reasons called imperfections is about talking about perfectionism and how that can be a thing. And to get out of shame, you have to talk about it. And she's like, she got to name it. That's shame. You got to yeah. talk about it so it doesn't remain quiet and involve. And then you've got to own your story. And this is kind of why I also wanted to do this is around owning my story over different things that happened to me and be openly happy to share my vulnerability 
but then tell my story. And that is why we're here today as well, is because I want and to I tell think, my story. I think that's exactly the point. I think that these opportunities come to you um, when the time is right. So, you know, I'm learning this now in my 40s. Maybe somebody in their 20s is already, you know, way ahead of me and they're already reading the self-help books and they already like have that aptitude and want to learn and challenge themselves. I think that life can get, you can get caught up in life. And I think that sometimes you can just say, oh, I'll deal with that part of my character or my personality later. Like I don't need to address that right now. But actually when you're really challenged with kind of breaking apart certain situations that have either happened to you or things you, that you- picking, a, picking apart you basically it's like exactly. oh my god I, what, what mess is this and who, who's <laughs> gonna put their hand up and volunteer and say hey today I want to pick apart me because yeah. I thought I had my shit together but I haven't got my shit together and I think that's why it's such a personal moment for whoever does pick up this um this book and of course there's thousands of authors out there and thousands of researchers out there doing other things we're just super lucky aren't we Dave that this resonated with us and that's why we're talking about it like Dave said it's not for any promotion we're not getting anything out of this it this was almost like a connection that Dade and I we felt didn't we because we both shared this love of this book in this moment when it was just so relevant to us um and like I said you know I never even picked up a self-help book when I was pregnant I was one of those oh I got this I'm gonna have a baby you know I'm sure I need to know I about I, that. I think if I could have a baby, I'd be wanted to be a bit more prepared than that. <laughs> but, but my, but this is me being, this is me being vulnerable. I'm yeah. sharing with you. I didn't do it because I thought I knew it all. I thought I had it. I thought I'm. Look, we've been since cave women. We've been having babies, right? How? Mm-hmm. Not how hard is it going to be? But I'm sure my mother in, instinct will kick in. But boy, was I wrong. And so. I'm just lucky that it came to me at the age I'm at now, rather than I just completely lost sight of ever having this opportunity and ever actually taking that challenge on of taking myself apart to rebuild rebuild myself, accepting those flaws of being shame or, or having shame or, 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 or not being able to cope with certain situations. It's made me the, a bigger and better person as a result of having to do these things and really challenge myself to do it. So, you know, I, I think it's really beneficial if people have got the time and the want to do this. They can actually really make a huge difference to their lives. And that's the thing is that going back to that original quote I said, it's about you can either own it or you can run away from it for the rest of your life. And I think I think it's those kind of moments where something happens and you're like, Okay, I've got a moment here to either understand how I'm dealing with this or how I'm going to go through this process, or I could just put my head in the sand or just go, oh, that's all right. Everything just happens. Everything's fine and not deal with it. And, <laughs> and that's let's what. Be honest. That's the that, easiest thing to do, right? It's the easiest thing. And that's where, like, it's just, but especially in like how we are in society today, so much change happens to us and all of this stuff happen, happens. You just kind of go, oh, that's okay. I'll just have to deal with that. I'll just have to deal with that. But it's also in processing that and how we want to yeah. actually humans respond to that. And also one of my favorite words, also one of Brené Brown's is bounds. How do you set boundaries? And yeah. how do you actually go, no, this is my, where my, I want to spend my happy time, my joyful time and all that kind of self-love time and if you don't, I, I want to put a boundary around anybody kind of coming to take that away. And it's funny, isn't it? Like, how did they, like, have you, like I just shared that this happened to me at this particular point in my life. Like, have you ever been successful at taking yourself apart or like trying to like work out how you can grow as an individual? Have you ever received or been open to that concept in your earlier years? Or is this something that's just happened now? Like, is it is it when um, you're at an age that you've become open to it? Because I... I... So I've always been open to it. I studied psychology when I was younger. My mum said it was the worst thing I could have ever done because I had all these questions all of a sudden around human behaviour and like all things like that. But actually, 
for a job, I actually work in studying human behavior and actually around understanding how those kind of things. I've always been inquisitive in that kind of way, but I've always kind of wanted to just to know why did you act that way? Why do you do that? But the one thing when you were saying, have you ever broken yourself down? I actually, and I do it, I haven't done it this year, but we've only just started this year. But um, most years I break down my life on post-it notes and do like a review of it. Oh, wow, I love this. <laughs> I literally go like money, relationships, family, like <laughs> wealth. But then I just go, right, what do you, what makes up those things and what makes them joyful to you? So what, what makes that kind of, what makes relationships good? Well, there's friends, there's family, there's love. And then what about like, future and you go well actually obviously money is always a good thing and like health is one of those good things and then there's a sense of achievement I, and then I break them down and then I look at it and go is that good right now or is that bad and if it's bad it's the what are the tangible actions you can do to help yourself get at achieve that I love that mm. I love that I also really like the three um, words that Brené refers to a lot in this particular book, which is the courage, compassion and connection. And like you said at the beginning of this podcast, you know, you listen to it once a year, if not more. I've just recently put it down and I've listened to the book again and it's hit me in a completely different way than the first time I, I heard it. So it's just really interesting, like, you know, you're break, you break down your life and you're kind of like evaluating the, the pluses and minuses, if you like. You know, that's quite a brave thing to do because you might have to be quite ruthless in your decision making perhaps or maybe you have to ask yourself some really ruthless questions like you know i you know in terms of wanting to change or wanting to do not make the same mistake again like where what what bit what kink or what part of the chain am i kinking up here what bit am i missing and is that me or is that you or is that another entity is there so, an outside force coming in <laughs> exactly yeah so it, it's really it really does challenge you and i think you can be from any walk of life, any age, any person, whatever you want to be, if it talks to you in that moment, honour yourself and just go through the process because mm. I'm just re-juggling it all again and I'm re-listing and I'm rethinking and it's hitting me in different ways. And I don't know, I'm just getting so... It's it, Like you said, it's the book that keeps on giving. I'm just getting so much more out of it again. Yeah. But courage, compassion, connection, just those three things alone. If you really think about those words and think about what they mean to you, it will just get your, your brain juices flowing, I think. Ah, uh, and it, it's... If you do listen to the audio book, just hearing Brené describe it and the situations and all those kind of... She takes you on... She tells stories. And that's the thing. She's such a great storyteller and she makes it relatable. That's her product and been able to sell in the sense of, and obviously we bought the product quite happily, in the sense of she humanizes emotions. She humanizes human behaviors and goes, this is why, if you do this, this is mostly what you're doing. Or, hey, if you feel this, this is actually what's happening. And you just go, oh. It's like she breaks it down, doesn't she? She breaks it down, yeah. She rewords it in words that are everyday words. That just yeah. makes sense. Like sometimes I think we overcomplicate certain behavioral um, words, <clears> the <throat> characteristics, and we create them to be bigger than they actually are. But that's what she does do so brilliantly is breaks it completely down into a really understandable language where you go, I totally do that. Why mm. can't I say it as easy as she just explained it to me? <laughs> and that, and I think that's the journey as well that I'm, I've been going on in the sense I, I want to be able to explain I do this because of this or I understand myself to that point. And yes, I'm not saying that we don't all have shadows or some kind of things, but it's also understanding them. And then when they start to like suddenly appear or I start to put, as Brene would say, put my shield up and I get maybe defensive or those, how do I then go, 
hang on, not in a weird, I'm in a weird space. How do I then take them down? So I'm, I'm more open, can feel more connected, can exactly. actually be, have more compassion to certain things, even myself. Yes, yes, because we're always the last on the on the uh, list, aren't we? I think we always try to make sure that everybody else around us is sweet. Investing in your friends, making sure that your work you is that, good. Did you do that when you were younger, like in your twenties and things like that? You used to be the because I always used to be like like worried about all my friends and things like that. But now I'm actually worried about what's happening with me at all. I definitely used to be the mother hen for sure. Used to be so kind of like overbearingly <laughs> protective of my girlfriends if they got too drunk on the way home, like making sure that they were sweet, call it, you know, going to a payphone and make it, you know, back in the day. Yeah. Um, but I think also, oh, what was I going to say to that point? I've lost my train of thought. Carry on. <laughs> I was just asking whether you were like the person who always used to be the person like keeping an eye I always used to be like making sure everyone was okay or used to hanging out and things like that but then I was like what about your own time well it's exhausting isn't it after a while as well when you keep nurturing everybody else and you ignore yourself and you wonder why you're so tired it's like well maybe do less of that and more on you but I think we've also changed as a society and as a culture as the, uh, within the last 20-30 years like I think you know, we're, we're going to talk about this in, probably in another podcast. But when we talk about, you know, men and dads becoming more emotionally involved with their children, whereas like just even my parents' generation, the way that they would speak to their children would be more kind of like children are seen and not heard. And now these men are supposed to be pulling out their emotional needs. Like, I think there's a huge shift happening socially and culturally over the last, like I said, 20, 30 years, where we can really talk about what's really at the heart of the matter. And before it was almost like, just kind of like, especially the British way, like, or just, you know, stiff up a lip, just have a cup of tea and everything will be okay. But now we're really encouraged to speak more about how we really feel about things. And, and by doing that, I think we're breaking stuff down and we're understanding so much about each other, about ourselves. And it's whether you tap into it or not, I think, but it's, this is an, it's almost like a relatively new conversation to be so emotionally outward, do you think? I, I do think it's, it's starting to have that conversation conversation and there is a lot but I, I would mostly challenge you in the sense of I don't think it's growing as quick as maybe what we may think I think we're very we mostly see it because of the the way that we like in the the community that we live in and the people that we know and things like that but it's not I would say that it's not well that's not happening worldwide at all and like if you look at like certain other um things that we won't really speak about politics on this podcast no, because no, no. we a just have no <laughs> and you know, B, yeah I'm talking yeah. in my peripheral rather yeah than and that's the thing in the peripheral yes but I think as a society we've got a long way to go yeah absolutely yeah no for like, sure. if only if only everyone could go and just like go to the church of Brené Brown I think I know well, right the world would be a happier place <laughs> <laughs> and look so that is how why um we started this podcast and we hope that was random enough for you for our first random chat um i am dade this is jude all right and thank you for joining us on random chats with dade and jude check us out next time uh on our podcast and make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel where you're watching this right now or on our instagram make sure you follow us take care <laughs> lots of love we'll chat soon thank you Hmm.